Hi, this is John Butter, Senior Earnings Analyst at FactSet, and welcome to this week's edition of the FactSet Earnings Inside Podcast. The FactSet Earnings Inside Podcast provides commentary and analysis on corporate earnings for the S&P 500. This analysis is based on content published in the FactSet Earnings Insight Report, which is available each week on the FactSet website at www.factset.com. We'll start this week's podcast with an update of the key metrics for the second quarter earnings season for the S&P 500 as we're starting the final peak week of the earnings season. Then we'll discuss our topic of the week, which is revisions to earnings estimates for S&P 500 companies for the third quarter. But first, let's provide an update for the second quarter earnings season for the index. The number of S&P 500 companies reporting positive earnings surprises continued to rise over the past week. As a result, the earnings growth rate for the second quarter is higher today compared to the end of last week and compared to the end of the quarter. However, Both the number and magnitude of positive earnings surprises are still below their five-year averages. On a year-over-year basis, the S&P 500 is reporting its lowest earnings growth since the fourth quarter of 2020. The lower earnings growth rate for the second quarter relative to recent quarters can be attributed to both a difficult comparison to unusually high earnings growth last year and continuing macroeconomic headwinds. Overall, 56% of the companies in the S&P 500 have reported actual results for the second quarter to date. Of these companies, 73% have reported actual EPS above estimates, which is above last week's percentage of 68%, but below the five-year average of 77%. In aggregate, companies are reporting earnings that are 3.1% above estimates, which is below last week's percentage of 3.6% and below the five-year average of 8.8%. As a result, the index has a higher earnings growth rate for the second quarter today relative to the end of last week and relative to the end of the quarter. The blended earnings growth rate for the second quarter is 6% today, compared to an earnings growth rate of 4.7% last week and an earnings growth rate of 4% at the end of the second quarter back on June 30th. As a reminder, when we use the term blended, we're referencing that the growth rate combines actual results for companies that have reported and estimated results for companies that have yet to report. Positive earnings surprises reported by companies in the energy and healthcare sectors were substantial contributors to the increase in the earnings growth rate over the past week. Upward revisions to EPS estimates and positive earnings surprises for companies in the energy sector have been the largest contributors to the overall increase in the earnings growth rate for the index since the end of the second quarter back on June 30th. If 6% is the actual growth rate for the quarter, it will mark the lowest earnings growth rate reported by the index since the fourth quarter of 2020 at 4%. The lower earnings growth rate for the second quarter of 2022 relative to recent quarters can be attributed to both a difficult comparison to unusually high earnings growth in the second quarter of 2021 and continuing macroeconomic headwinds. In the second quarter of 2021, the S&P 500 reported year-over-year earnings growth of 91.7%, which is the second highest year-over-year earnings growth rate reported by the index since 2008. Companies also continue to face macroeconomic headwinds, including higher costs, supply chain disruptions, labor shortages, and the military conflict in Ukraine. At the sector level, six of the 11 sectors are reporting year-over-year earnings growth, led by the energy sector at 290%, the industrial sector at 26%, and the material sector at 13%. On the other hand, five sectors are reporting year-over-year decline in earnings, led by the financial sector at negative 25%, the consumer discretionary sector at negative 18%, and the communication services sector at negative 12%. The blended net profit margin for the S&P 500 for the second quarter is 12.4%, 
which is above the five-year average of 11.2% and above the previous quarter's net profit margin of 12.3%. However, it is below the year-ago net profit margin of 13.1%. Looking ahead, analysts are calling for earnings growth of 6.7% in the third quarter and 6.7% in the fourth quarter. For all of 2022, analysts are calling for earnings growth of 8.9%. The forward 12-month P.E. ratio is 17.1, which is below the 5-year average of 18.6, but above the 10-year average of 17. It is also above the forward P.E. ratio of 15.8, recorded at the end of the second quarter, as the price of the index has increased while the forward EPS estimate has decreased since June 30th. And during the week, 152 S&P 500 companies, including two Dow 30 components, are scheduled to port results for the second quarter. This week will be the last peak week of the earnings season. High-profile companies expected to report earnings results during the week include Amgen, Caterpillar, Eli Lilly, and ConocoPhillips. Now let's move on to our topic of the week, which is revisions to earnings estimates for S&P 500 companies for the third quarter. Given the decline in GDP for a second straight quarter, have analysts lowered EPS estimates more than normal for S&P 500 companies for the third quarter? The answer is yes. During the month of July, analysts lowered EPS estimates for the third quarter by a larger margin than average. The Q3 bottom-up EPS estimate, which is an aggregation of the median EPS estimates for Q3 for all the companies in the index, decreased by 2.5% from June 30th to July 28th. Now, in a typical quarter, analysts usually reduce earnings estimates during the first month of a quarter. During the past five years, the average decline in the bottom-up EPS estimate during the first month of a quarter has been 1.3%. During the past 10 years, the average decline in the bottom-up EPS estimate during the first month of a quarter has been 1.8%. During the past 15 years, the average decline in the bottom-up EPS estimate during the first month of a quarter has been 2.1%. And during the past 20 years, the average decline in the bottom-up EPS estimate during this time has been 1.7%. Thus, the decline in the bottom-up EPS estimate recorded during the first month of the third quarter was larger than the 5-year average, 10-year average, 15-year average, and 20-year average. The third quarter also marked the largest decrease in the bottom-up EPS estimate during the first month of a quarter since the second quarter of 2020. At the sector level, 9 of the 11 sectors witnessed a decrease in their bottom-up EPS estimate for the third quarter from June 30th to July 28th, led by the communication services and material sectors. On the other hand, two sectors recorded an increase in their bottom-up EPS estimate for the third quarter during this period, led by the energy sector. While analysts were decreasing EPS estimates in aggregate for the third quarter, they were also decreasing EPS estimates in aggregate for the fourth quarter. The bottom-up EPS estimate for the fourth quarter declined by 2.4% from June 30th to July 28th. Given the decreases in the bottom-up EPS estimates for the third quarter and fourth quarter, which were partially offset by the increase in the bottom-up EPS estimate for the second quarter due to upward revisions to estimates and positive EPS surprises, analysts also decreased EPS estimates for all of 2022 during this period. The calendar year 2022 bottom-up EPS estimate declined by 0.8% from June 30th to July 28th. At the sector level, nine sectors witnessed a decrease in their bottom-up EPS estimate for calendar year 2022 from June 30th to July 28th, led by the communication services and material sectors. On the other hand, two sectors witnessed an increase in their bottom-up EPS estimate for calendar year 2022 during this time, led by the energy sector. In addition, analysts lowered earnings estimates for calendar year 2023 during this time, as the bottom-up EPS estimate for 2023 decreased by 2% from June 30th to July 28th. 
It is interesting to note that the forward 12-month P.E. ratio for the S&P 500 has increased to 17.1 from 15.8 since June 30th as the price of the index has increased while EPS estimates for calendar year 2022 and calendar year 2023 declined during this time. The market will certainly be watching EPS estimate revisions over the next few weeks to see if analysts continue to lower EPS estimates for 2022 and for 2023. This concludes our podcast for this week. Thank you for listening. For more information on the topics discussed today and other market-moving trends, please visit the FactSet website at www.factset.com and check out the full FactSet Earnings Insight Report, our FactSet Insight blog, and our Street Account podcasts. And of course, stay tuned for next week's edition of the FactSet Earnings Insight podcast. (music) 